off the rails from the U.S. Faster Payments Council. I am Reed Lutanen, Executive Director of the U.S. Faster Payments Council, and this is Off the Rails from the U.S. Faster Payments Council, sponsored by Volante Technologies. This time around, we have Stephanie Kirkpatrick of Orem. Stephanie and I talk about the current state of play with faster payments, the prospect of layering exciting new products and innovations on top of these rails, how to close the gap between the United States and other countries, and the importance of getting enough sleep. But before that, let's hit those headlines. FPC's fall member meeting set records for attendance, sessions, speakers, and fun, and we're already set with our next member meeting, which will be at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotel Resort in Florida, March 26th and 27th, 2024. This one's going to be special, so head to FasterPaymentsCouncil.org to register for the event and book your room at the conference hotel. We also have deliverables to announce. Recently, the FPC's board of directors approved the first deliverable from our operational considerations work group. That will be available on our website and will begin to help financial institutions get their operational planning for instant payments going. And there's a Faster Payments Readiness for Financial Inclusion survey, which you can find at the top of our website, fasterpaymentscouncil.org. And finally, if you'll be at Money 2020, hit me up and let's get together. I haven't been out there in a few years and I'm looking forward to seeing old friends and new. Okay, that's enough of the headlines. Time to talk with Stephanie Kirkpatrick of Orem. All right, we are joined by Stephanie Kirkpatrick from Orem. Stephanie, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, let's let's get into it, Stephanie. And I, I think it'd be a good idea first if you could sort of help level set on Orem. You know, what do you guys do? How you fit into this faster payments puzzle? You know, where your passion for this comes from, and then what you're seeing in terms of needs and wants from other players in the space. Let's start with what is Orem because I think that gets us kind of into the specifics, and I'll tell you a little bit about the background of how we got here. At Orem, we provide the simplest API for fast, reliable payments and now instant account verification. So what does that mean? Um, that means that we provide the technology required to remove today's constraints around the movement of money. Our single unified API unlocks access to a variety of payment rails, including RTP, FedNow, um, ACH, same ACH, and more. And we're really excited about the opportunity to be working with customers so that they can get instant access to all major payment rails and do it in a way that's technically straightforward. A single API makes it a heck of a lot easier than building to three or four or five different connections across multiple banks and financial partners. And for our end users, um, the impact of instant payments is it's visceral, right? Especially for underserved populations. There's so many use cases I'll probably end up talking about today, um, but the endless cycle of waiting for earned wages, um, dealing with delays in insurance reimbursement, challenges for business owners between managing payables and receivables, all of that basically boils down to my favorite problem, which is solving time to money. So that's a little bit about Orem. Um, and of course, my background isn't, I think, as obvious as you might think. I'm actually a certified financial planner. There's so much of what I'm excited about with what we're building ties back to my roots and thinking about how do you help others who have less have more and how do we figure out 
um, what holds people back financially? And can we make a new system and a new set of infrastructure that unlocks the future of financial services? Cool. It, in the United States, I, as I think our listeners will agree, and some of them maybe like vigorously, we're a bit behind a lot of other markets when it comes to faster and instant payments. So, you know, how, how do you see that gap? And I think more importantly, how do you think about how the United States could go about closing it? Gosh, are we behind? <laughs> it's like a fascinating <laughs> view into the rest of the world when you start thinking about money movement. Um, and I think one of the reasons that we're behind but catching up is just structurally the U.S. is different, right? We have thousands of financial institutions. Uh, we have over the years built various ways to move money. And those have become deeply entrenched in the banking system, um, which is not a place where there's a capital infusion to just make a change overnight. So on the one hand, I certainly look at models like PICS and UPI and even what, you know, Europe is 10 to 15 years ahead of us has happened overseas and think, wow, let's catch up. On the other hand, I think now is the moment. Um, and so I think, you know, not only is there this opportunity to think about money moving faster and to solve the time to money solution, um, I think about all the things that can get built on top of instant payment and instant real-time gross settlement. And so at Orem, actually, we just launched uh, this week, instant account verification. It's the first to market product built on top of FedNow. Previously, without a FedNow-like solution, you couldn't do something like what we're building today. And that's actually why I get so excited. It's not just speeding up money movement. It's speeding up money movement. And it's looking at the portfolio of things that the fintech marketplace, financial services generally will build when speed of money movement or certainty of account verification and status is no longer the question. So our new verification um, technology is patented solution that does an instant verification in 15 seconds and tells you whether a bank account is open and valid before initiating payment. Why is that so important? Well, it goes alongside this idea that we're now in a generation of instant payments. But you can't rely on yesterday's data to know if an account is valid when you're trying to do a transaction that's gonna go through in 15 seconds. In the before times, you know, previous to uh, FedNow and, and RTP and faster payments in the US, a check would go in the mail and you have 10 days to worry about that problem. And now you don't have 10 days. You don't even have three days like on ACH. Um, you don't even have a couple of hours like you have on wires. You have literally 15 seconds to make certain decisions about payment certainty. And so while we've been for years incredibly excited about the power of speeding up money movement, Today, I'm even more excited because I think instant account verification, it just goes so perfectly um, into the ecosystem alongside everything that we're going to do at Orem and beyond in terms of faster payments. Yeah. And one of the things you touched on there is like, this wouldn't be possible, this new product that you guys are putting in the market without the introduction and existence of FedNow and instant payment rails. Um, at least that's what I think I heard you say. Um and I, I, that's one of the things I've been talking about is I think there's all kinds of innovation that's going to be like sort of unlocked by this sort of foundational payments technology that these rails represent. Um, and, I, and I guess sort of the flip side of that is how do you see what you guys are doing there as being an enabler of instant payments use and, and adoption? Because that's obviously something that we're super uh, focused on here at the FPC. Well, it's one of our big initiatives, right? Is like, why build it if you're not going to use it? Like if there's a brand new bridge and everybody's driving over the old one, we've failed in some capacity. So we definitely think about being enablers. Um, today, access to FedNow um, is, you know, part of uh, the banking ecosystem. And then you've got all these other financial services companies, some we would call fintechs and some we wouldn't, 
who could benefit from having access, but it's a big question of time and resources. How do they get there? How do they figure out how to make the connection? How do they figure out how to use a real-time payment, right? And back to my point about instant account verification, payments themselves that fail due to invalid account credentials and other things lead to millions in lost revenue, um, costing the global economy over $100 billion each year. So there's problems in a lot of different places. By creating a unified API that allows simplified access, we've made it very simple, a day or less, to get onto our money movement product, which has FedNow in it, or our verification product, which is powered by FedNow. And I think in both of those cases, our ability to enable smaller companies, different profiles than just banks to leverage an incredibly powerful powerful new technology um, is part of the design of, of how we operate. Um, and so you can imagine that as more banks and financial institutions are connected to FedNow than they even are today, that broader coverage um, continues to be a driver. And so we're pushing for more use cases, more visibility and more adoption right now and more innovation. I think, Reed, to your point, we couldn't have built the verification product, Verify, that we just built if there wasn't not only an instant payment system, but I think critically, one of the things I love about the way FedNow and broadly real-time gross settlement works is that there's a messaging layer. Mm-hmm. And so instantaneously, if a payment fails or a verification fails, there's data within the ISO message that doesn't exist on wires. It doesn't exist on ACH. It's not available in the other forms of payment. But there's so many reasons why, not just speed, but data and information flow is so much better and I think highlighting those things for folks, right? It's really easy to say, well, there's not 100% coverage with financial institutions. I'll wait it out. When the reality is, you know, much like Apple Pay, which you couldn't use everywhere when I got obsessed with it, and now you pretty much can, ubiquity takes time. Um, but the driver of ubiquity is demand. And so we see it as a big part of our job um, to talk about the problem, to educate people, and then to make it very easy and straightforward to come work with a company like Aurum and make access to FedNow a no-brainer. Uh, you just hit on like a bunch of things that I love to talk about. One of those is like the fact that obviously the fast instant na- nature of this is super important. And you talk about time to money and that's obviously a critical aspect. And we're called the faster payments council. We're not called the better payments council. So I've, that's obviously super important, but this messaging aspect of it and sort of having the ability to sort of have that communication flowing along with the payments that can go back and forth and allow for a lot quicker like uh, ability to reconcile disputes or differences or questions and things like that that are associated with payments so often, especially in B2B contexts, I think is huge. Um, You also mentioned that the value of joining these networks continues to grow as more financial institutions get on them. And I think that's going to be sort of the thing that leads to the eventual tipping point is like, we'll get to a point where it becomes such a no-brainer for financial institutions. Like, well, you know, right now, 65 or so percent of DDAs can receive an RTP transaction. Fed is, they've added up, they're up over hundred FIs already, and they'll probably be at 300 by the end of the year. Um, and, you know, sort of at some point we'll get to that tipping point where all these banks they're saying, well, I'm going to wait and see they're the, the waiting and seeing is going to be over. It's going to be sort of, it's, it's in my mind, a foregone conclusion from that regard. And then the final thing is just aligned. Sort of... <laughs> I'm aligned with that. I think oh, that's exactly yeah. what's going to happen. Absolutely. And then the other thing you mentioned is like, what what is a fintech anymore? I feel like that word like through overuse has almost lost its meaning, but uh, that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Um, all right. Uh, are you ready to play a game? 
I'm ready. (laughs) As you know, we like to play a game called buy or sell. So I'm going to throw stuff out there. Uh, You let me know whether you agree and buy or disagree and sell and tell us why. All right. All right. Speed is the biggest thing that will come from faster payments such as RTP and FedNow. Buy. The existence of both rails is absolutely more opportunity for faster payments. And like I said, for our new use case, verify. All right. For adoption and usage to scale, fraud will be a key issue that needs to be addressed. Buy with a caveat. I think we need to make sure we're adding the right friction, not the wrong friction when it comes to fraud and really thinking about innovation as opposed to prevention of using faster payments because of the fraud. Yeah. And and I think one other thing we have to be make sure we're talking about is like, there's nothing that's more inherently fraud prone about faster payments networks. It's just different, right? So it's new and it's it's something that we need to be mindful of. We need to figure out, but there's not like, it's not like they're more prone to fraud than tr- other other networks that, we, that we're all used to. Uh, I think said differently, romance and puppy scams have been around a long time. You used to defraud me through check and now it's through a faster mechanism, but the sort of concept of social engineering scams is certainly not new. Oh, for sure. One of my first gigs, I was, uh, I'm going to go off on a history lesson a little bit. I was at Walmart for a long time. And one of the very first things I did when I was in compliance group was work on a project related to scams that were being done through the money transfer service that is offered in a place like Walmart and lots of other places. There's nothing specific to Walmart there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a big deal for, and that was 20 years ago. So that's the, those scams have existed for a long time, for sure. All right. Uh, AI will play a major role in the payments system in the next two to three years. Bye. I think this one's huge. I think there are major opportunities for large language models, large learning models to support faster fraud detection, financial advice, which is one of my favorite personal pet projects, um, and things like faster loan approval and visibility into loan underwriting, right? It's like a black box today. Um, so I'm really curious to see all the things that come. And I think we're just really at the tipping point. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's going to be fun to see how people figure out how to use these two sort of technologies that are seem to be sort of emerging at the same time um, and, and really drive value. Uh, changing gears a little bit, uh, buy or sell getting a solid eight hours of sleep as often as possible. Oh my God, can I double down and buy twice? I'd like, <laughs> yes. I'd like more than eight hours. Um, I'm a huge advocate of sleep. People ask me all the time about you know, behaviors and things about being a founder. And it's like the number one thing is being well-rested and taking good care of yourself. And for me, sleep's like top, top, top of that list. Yeah, same. That's why the baseball playoffs are simultaneously (laughs) the best and worst time of the year for me because I'm a big baseball fan. And those games sometimes go, I'm usually in bed by 10. Um, All right, having two instant payments networks is a problem that needs to be solved. Mm, I'm going to go with sell because I think it's not really a problem per se. Uh, it's actually not the first time we've had competitive systems. I think it creates a challenge of interoperability and ORM plays a big role in connecting to both networks. And I think that's the way that we solve it. All right. Uh, I, t- I sort of tipped my hand on what I think about this next one, but let's see what you think. FedNow will have 300 banks on the network by the end of 2023. Oh, this one's tricky. Um, I'm going to go with... Buy because I'm ambitious about what I think banks can and should be focused on. And I think um, getting to 100 within launch is incredible, considering how long it took the clearinghouse and RTP. So I'm I'm bullish. I, ho- I hope it's 300. I hope it's more. Yeah. Well, when I first started asking this question after FedNow launched, I was giving them a full year to get to 300. And people told me that that, was, uh, that wasn't hard enough. So I had to, I had to bring it up some. Um RTP will pass 1 billion transactions by August 1st of 2024. So about a year after they hit 
500 million, they're going to double their number. What do you think? I absolutely buy. I mean, I think that we're only going to see continued adoption and traction. And you're starting to see kind of the sea change happen where the newness of the system is no longer a concern and isn't scary. Ubiquity for being able to send and receive is a lot higher. And the use cases are just skyrocketing. So I'm, I'm big on this one. Yeah. And one thing I always hear from financial institutions and from, of course, the network providers who will obviously say things like this, but is that within seconds, usually of turning on receive, banks start to see transactions coming in. So there's clearly like your customers, financial institutions who are listening, your customers are missing out on this because you're not, if you're not offering it to them right now. Um, All right. Congratulations. You have won buy or sell. (laughs) Amazing. Thanks. It's it's my favorite part. Everybody wins that game. Um, uh, Let's go to the lightning round. So quick questions. Hopefully uh, we can buzz through a bunch of these. Uh, biggest use case you see taking off in the near term? I mean, this one is so hard to pin down because a lot of the use cases are incredibly powerful, but I'm going to go with something that's kind of close to home for me, which is um, wage access. I think that we're going to see an almost liquid, fluid form of wage payment where today it's bottled into two week or one week or once a month payments. I think we're going to find that there's just an ability with instant payments Um, to help make wages more accessible and in doing that really fundamentally change an entire segment of the population um, who is, I think, identified as not managing finance as well. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that isn't true, but has a lack of access to liquidity and credit solutions to bridge gaps. And this, I think, in terms of liquidity access and access to their own wages um, is, is a real incredible unlock for our economy. Yeah. And it's also a great example of how making payments better can result in there being more payments being done, right? So rather than one payment over a two week period, you're gonna maybe do 10 to the same, from the same employer to the same employee, right? So now there's a lot more activity happening. So there's 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 something to be said for that as well. Uh, underappreciated advantage of instant payments. Satisfaction and certainty. Most Americans don't have the savings to cover an unexpected thousand dollar bill. Um, they end up having overdraft fees. And perhaps they have money in a high yield savings or brokerage account, but the system relies on ACH and it's T plus five if there happens to be a holiday in there. And so I think it's it's this feeling of certainty. If I need it, it will be there when I need it. And thus I can make better financial decisions. I could put money in treasuries or high yield savings or a brokerage account. And I wouldn't have the crippling impact of not having money when I needed it. So I get stability and certainty from that. Yeah. Love it. Uh, something you're passionate about, you know, and maybe maybe a website or social media account we should all follow related to it. Well, I'm going to like openly admit that somehow I've gotten on Haley Bieber's TikTok and I feel like if I could just have skin like hers, the whole <laughs> my whole existence would be a lot more exciting. I think it's, it might be, might be an age difference, but let's not talk about that. Yeah, nah. um, but more on topic, um, I really think that actually getting more women into leadership positions in tech in particular is so important. And so I recommend folks get involved in STEM programs in their local communities. More women pursuing computer science degrees creates more founders who are technical, who are women, creates so much more opportunity. I think it all starts with early exposure and early education. Love it. Love it. As a, as a dad, dad of a girl, I love, love to hear stuff like that. Um, uh, something coming soon that people should be excited about? Well, I kind of spilled the beans at the top of the call, but um, our verification product, uh, instant account verification in 15 seconds or less, 100% coverage and something that we built literally on top of it now within the first couple of months of it being live in market and more to come. 
and something you would like to use faster payments to do in your personal life? I would like to use faster payments for gifting strategies. Um, I find that when I make philanthropic donations, a lot of the sort of mess of getting it to the right place is speed and being able to equip um, organizations that I'm passionate about with funds and resources as quickly as possible is something I think about a lot. Yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, all right, final thoughts before I let you go, Stephanie. Really three things. Number one, I think what we're doing in the US, albeit perhaps behind schedule relative to other countries, is exactly the right work um, to enable access to instant payments and to have a system that we now have the beginnings of built. Uh, number two, I think when it comes to having two systems, think of solutions like Orem as a great way to not have to worry about, is it ACH, is it wire, is it FedNow, is it RTP? Um, because at the end of the day, most money movement is just like Amazon. I care how fast the package arrives, not necessarily how it arrives. I think money movement transfers are the same way. Um, and we're really excited about verification. And I think if you're sitting out there listening, thinking about a job to be done in payments, um, instant account verify, love to chat. Stephanie, thanks so much for joining us. Great insights and congrats on the on the launch of the Verify product. Oh my gosh, Reed, so fun to be here today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you again to Stephanie for joining us and playing along. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget to check out the new workgroup deliverables and register for the spring member meeting. Find all of that at fasterpaymentscouncil.org. Talk to you all in a couple weeks.